This is the Ridgeline Leadership Podcast, episode 42. Here we go. What's up, everyone? This is Blake and Peter, and welcome back to the Ridgeline Leadership Podcast, the podcast that empowers aspiring leaders to identify, connect to, and advance on the path of leadership. These last few podcasts, we've been talking about the issues that leaders face. Uh, we've talked about pressure um, in episode 40. We talked about conflict in episode 41, just this last one. But there's really one big issue we've yet to discuss. And that is matching up to that visual picture of a leader that we've either painted for ourselves or we've allowed others through social media, through the networks, whatever it may be, have painted for us that we feel we have to match up to. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting that we talked about in the past to the pressure, the conflict, really, like, I feel like this is episode zero. Um, when thinking about like, what are like, why have pressure? Why have conflict? Why, what, what is the dissonance? What is the difference and issues we're having between how we see ourselves as leader and what, how we see others as leaders. Right. And so really, I feel like we, we probably should have done a little better due diligence of chewing on like, well, what is the main meta problem here? And I think one of the biggest things, especially through my discussions with other people who listen to our podcast, uh, as I talk to them, it's so interesting because a lot of them are like, man, I just am not here. I'm not here. I'm not here. I'm not here. And I'm like, oh man, this is, this is our bigger problem is that mm-hmm. we, we all have a really poor perspective of what leadership is to no fault of our own. Okay. To the fault of how we have portrayed this, like you were saying, Pete, in social media, how we portrayed this in movies and just what we see from the outside looking in at, at times that, there is a huge difference between the perspective we built up in our mind and the one we see. So I want to dig into like, what are the poor leadership perspectives that we believe out there? Okay. So these are the things inside our heads that we're saying, even though we're not saying them out loud. So those are thoughts, right? They're just sentences in our head that we're using. So what are the thoughts that we're believing about leaders, even though we don't say them out loud? And if we did, we'd be like, yeah, I don't believe that. We do. It's in our heads. It's in our heads tends to be one of those things that we actually believe. Um, So poor leadership perspectives, just going to kind of list off a few of them here. Leaders are expected to know all the answers. Again, say it out loud, not very believable, but realistically, we're, if, if we were to think about it, yeah, the leaders should have all the answers. They should have an answer for everything, have a solve for everything. They should respond quickly. They should never doubt. Leaders are always confident. Leaders get as much done as possible no matter what. And if you don't, you're not a very good leader. Leaders are always successful and they always win. Everyone listens to a leader. The leaders are the best at their craft, okay, or their tech. You sound just like, you know, Instagram videos. Hey, this is all the things that you should do and all the things that you should be. I feel like I'm, I'm watching one of those videos right now as you read down this list. Right. All of these things sound great and they sound like the things that 
leaders are supposed to be. But we wrestle so much with being a leader because we have cognitive dissonance with everything I just said. I read that whole list and, and I have people tell me, man, you're a really great leader. Thanks for being this type of leader. I'm none of that shit. I'm none of it. (laughs) I look at that and I'm like, oh my gosh, in my head, I'm like fraud, 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 Uh fraud. I mean, this is where we, we just start wrestling so hard because the dissonance between what I know inside my own skin and what I believe a leader is, is a chasm. It's a huge canyon between. And this is where we really get uh, the beginnings and the entrenchment of imposter syndrome. That's we exactly know, right. We know who we are. And we also know who everybody says we quote unquote should be. And we're not there. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's crazy how much we think that leadership is so easy to quantify for other leaders, right? It's so easy to just look at all those things. And yeah, other leaders are those things. Uh, and we hold others and ourselves accountable to those things. But nobody has this figured out. Nobody does. It's estimated. And, and I just want to give a couple statistics because I, I love statistics, but I just think it's crazy interesting. If everyone had this figured out, if every leader that's out there really was all these things, then why? Help me here. Why did the worldwide spend $357.7 billion on leadership training? That is one hell of a line item. That is nuts. And it's expected that the U.S. spent almost half of that. So $357 billion on leadership training. More than 77% of organizations repeat that leadership is lacking. 77%. And that's no surprise. Like 10,000 baby boomers are out the door every day. So that's, that's happening. It's a real thing. But leadership's lacking because leadership is not necessarily natural, which should be a good thing, which is probably another poor leadership perception is that leadership is natural. It's not natural. It's right. learned. It's a skill that we build and grow in. But there are times that we need to offer perception differently or see things or, or perceive, give a perception to others. I get that. I get there are times as a leader I need, even if I don't feel confident, I really need to have an element of confidence so that my team feels confident. And there are things like, there are things like that that we've got to do. That's not what I'm talking about here though. Okay, what I'm talking about is that we have this perception of what leaders are and we feel like we fall short. And because of that, because we see all this perceived BS, we keep ourselves from leadership potential because of our perceived canyon between what we believe leaders are and what we are. And we've got to fix this, guys. We have to fix this because the perceived ideal leader does not exist, okay? They can someday, maybe, but it's, it's through the perception that leadership is a journey, it's not a destination. On that note, guys, let's not waste our time trying to fit that. It doesn't work. You will never fit that. It, your time is way more valuable than trying to be someone or fit someone that you can never be that I can never be. It just won't ever happen. So don't try to waste your time trying to look like, and we've all seen them, social media and entrepreneurs. 
they tell you just how, how good everything is. They give you this visual of, Hey, in, in six months, I built this business and here's my house and here's my car. And those are not real. They don't exist. We've even heard of top quote unquote, top business leaders who all have, um, you know, these great visuals of what they're doing and the organizations that they lead or social and political leaders. Um, the key thing to remember with all of these things that we see, we're inundated with the best of everything, right? We're going to be given the best view of their lives and we're not going to see the absolute shit that they walk through. Um, and they're often focused on themselves. That perception that like you were talking about the social media people who are like, oh, I just did this and this and here was the result. Like, first off, that's not leadership. I want to I want to separate that real quick. That's success. And does that success happen for people? Yes, it does. Okay. And believe me, though, that person could have done step one, two, and three and got a result of all this money and they got the mansion and the Maserati. Right. And that's great. Like I, I love celebrating success. Okay. I don't want to downplay that success. It's not like, well, that was fake. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe they really did great, but don't mistake that result with leadership. Okay. Yeah. Cause that's not what leadership is. That's just success. Okay. And that's great. But leadership is not is not that okay yeah and it's important to know too guys this is really big um we've talked about like living in isolation before just know that you're not alone you're not the only person who sat there when blake read off that list and went okay i'm not that one i'm not that one i'm not that one i'm not that one but i have to present all that you are not the only person i would i would venture to guess that there are probably very few people in this world who actually would fit the majority of those the majority of us in the world that are leaders fit almost none of those that just we're just we just can't we're not perfect we are all flawed we all have weaknesses and strengths and because of that because we're all different we're all going to look different as leaders our leadership is going to be different but if all we're trying to do is fit a visual it's never going to work we're not it's not about fitting that visual leadership is others focused always it's always looking at others it's not about being there for the accolades for um the success of things it's often it's it's there to see others be successful and being a leader and this is this is kind of like what we were just talking about that success first like that person who has all that stuff that's the success and that's not leadership leadership is not predicated either on position okay so a lot of times we're like well when i get to that position i'll be a leader no just because you're leading people doesn't make it to where you have the right perception of what a leader is. Okay. Yeah. You are leading people, but leadership mindset and mentality is very different. Um, being a manager doesn't make you a leader. Being a CEO doesn't make you a leader. Yes. In the strictest sense that you're leading people. Yes. You're a leader, but as far as leading them for a deeper purpose, it, I don't think so. See, leadership is a mindset that leads others of a similar vision to a goal that is, I don't know, worth accomplishing, um, whether it's physical or it's internal realization. I don't, I don't know that that matters. Like I think of the Lord of the Rings, right? Like there was the, the big, what was the goal? Uh, the goal was get the ring to Mordor, right? Like that was the accomplishment of what they were pushing to do. But there was that more internal realization that the thing that actually was accomplished was, People became more confident, right? Frodo became more confident. Friendship. We saw that that friendship was a key role in that movie where we can do more with other people around us. 
And also we all learned that the real hero of that story was Sam and not Frodo. But anyway, that's kind of a side point. I, I actually really enjoy Lord of the Rings. This is a little side note, Blake, but I can, I can never stand the Frodo Sam storyline. I don't know why. What? I never, I never, I, I just felt it was never enjoyable for me. I know that's crazy. I always enjoyed like, and, and, kind of bring him back to where we're at. I, I, don't know. I think the... you need a friend, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's that storyline. It was annoying at times, but yes, yes, it is annoying. I, I was always more drawn to the storyline of Aragorn. And I think that kind of plays to what all of us, what kind of what we're talking about here. Honestly, we all are drawn to that visual of what we perceive a leader should look like. Aragorn has his flaws, but he's that visual leader that's out in front. He's the king. He's, you know, leading the troops. That's the type of thing that we always see. And we forget that the story of Frodo and Sam is just as much about leadership, if not more so about reality of leadership. And it's important when we're when we're fighting against these mindsets and changing the way that we think that we're not trying to fix our weaknesses, but we're playing to our strengths on these things right? Remember that we are flawed. So the perception is that leaders know everything, but the reality is we don't. We, we don't know everything. We don't have all the answers. And that's why it's important. And if you go back and listen to some of our previous episodes from like 35 to 38, we talk about building a good team. And that's where that comes into play. We don't know all the answers, but there are other people who can fill in those spots and help us get to the answer or to a solution. It's all about leading them to the right place too. It's all of others focused, being able to build that right team to fill in for maybe our weaknesses or our lack of expertise, or in some cases, our inability. You don't want me out on a job site putting in receptacles. Just won't go well. We do have a fantastic group of people who are incredible at that. Yeah. And they're the ones that are making up for that. It's, that's where we need to be um, leading them in the right way and not focus on knowing everything and doing everything. Yeah. And, and I think it's important, like, even though, and, and I totally agree, the idea of playing to our strengths, not trying to fix all our weaknesses, this doesn't mean we don't try to fix weaknesses. I do want to make sure we understand here, like playing to your strengths, fixing your weaknesses is great for technical things, right? Like, like you just mentioned, putting in receptacles versus not putting in receptacles. However, when we're talking about some of those, like, Hey, I think that leaders should be more aware like, and you're like, yeah, but I'm not aware. So F that. Well, yeah. like, okay. Yeah. It is yeah. a weakness for you, but that is one maybe we should work on. Okay. And so much of what we need to work on in our weaknesses and leadership are far less technical um, to what Pete was saying a second ago and are far more, far more characteristical, not a word, far a more characteristic. <laughs> That's a really good distinction though. Technical versus characteristics. Yeah, absolutely. So it is, it's, we, we should focus on self and see, like, I need to be more self-aware. I need to see that I don't need to be the first to speak all the time. I do need to see that confidence is important, but confidence is not just there. Like the whole, like, I should never doubt. No, you should. There, there are going to be times of doubt, but what do you do with the doubt, right? Like there's, those weaknesses should be confronted and worked on in, in the right way. But with those things, I, I would highly encourage, like if you feel, you know, that, that list that I kind of checked off, if you feel that you've got a lot of those things, first things I'm going to say is 
just pick one. Okay. One of the, whether, and this is like an old war proverb, but the, whether there's, you go this route or that route doesn't matter. What's more important is you go somewhere, right? Like inaction is one of the worst things at times. So action is better. So whether, well, I want to do the thing, the most productive, no, don't, don't worry about that. Sometimes just jumping in and doing one thing is, is more important, but only focus on one thing. When we talk about character issues and issues of perception for leadership and overcoming mindset, it is hard. And if you're like, wow, I'll work on this mindset today and tomorrow I'll work on this one. And the next day I'll work on this. And here in a week, I'll be done with mindsets. That's never the case. Okay. This is a journey, not a destination. So work on one thing at a time. Now, when we talk about shifting mindset, I'm, you know, I've, I've written extensively on this. I work on this constantly and it's not easy. It's super hard, but you've got to sit with the mindset you're wanting to change kind of just by yourself, really sit there, really think about the stuff. Don't, and don't think, you know, the thing that needs to be fixed so easily. Okay. There, there is a lot that goes into shifting and changing a mindset. Blaise Pascal, um, and I don't, I don't, I'm not going to get this quote exactly right, but Blaise Pascal, the physicist and the uh, mathematician and many other things that he was, uh, he once said something to the effect of um, all of men's problems stem from their ability or inability for man to be alone with his thoughts. That's crazy. That is a really, like, think about that. All of our problems stem from the fact that we can't be alone with our thoughts to sit there and really think about it. And we're in a world today where noise and activity are abundant everywhere. And you don't have the ability to just jump out of it sometimes. But when you're shifting mindset, I'm going to tell you, you got to get away from that stuff. And you got to sit with the thought for a while. What is the mindset you want to shift? And this is, it, it takes time. You know, we, I sat in a business group yesterday and it's just interesting to see people's perceptions, but it's not what you think. It's not like everyone sits in this business group and they're like, I'm just super confident. We're good. Check it off. They, they sit and they're like, you know, I feel like, I feel like I speak and answer things a lot and don't ask the questions and don't really hear people. And those are the things people who are, leading unbelievable companies are struggling with. Okay. So being able to sit with those mindsets and sit with your thoughts on those mindsets. And it's scary because what's the answer to that one? Why, why is it hard to not be the person with the answer? Why is it hard to not, to hear people out? The answer might be scary and it usually is, but characteristical mindsets. And I keep saying characteristical. I don't know if that's a word, but those mindsets are not easy and they're deep and they require that deep work. So kind of what we said a minute ago, when, when, when shifting a mindset, you really only should be looking at one. And, um, you know, I've written on this and talking about how, like, you need to identify it. You need to honor your old mindset. You need to accept all the work that's going to go into this mindset that needs to be changed. And then you go into the process of shifting. But before you even do that, the identifying the issue, identifying problem, you need to spend so long, so long chewing on it. What is the deeper thing? Okay. 
and then shifting mindset. I talk about the model a lot. It's Brooke Castillo has the thing called the model. And it's all about um, how circumstances that we have aren't what really create our results, but it's that our, our circumstances trigger our thoughts. Our thoughts create our feelings. Our feelings cause actions, which bring about results. And so that model, that CTFAR, circumstance, thoughts, feelings, actions, results, that model, then when you're going to that shift point, like let's say you're like, man, I really do see, here's the issue. I do see here are the problems with me at a deeper level. I do see that I need to grow in confidence, but how do I get the result of being confident? And then you kind of work that model backwards, right? So if it's CTFAR, you start with what's the result. The result is I'm confident. I'm a confident person. Um, okay, what are the actions that it's going to take to get to being a confident person? Okay, and then you write those out, and you, you really got to stay here too for a second. Chew on like, is that action really an action, or is this kind of BS? You know, is this just something that sounds right? And then you look at what are the feelings I need to have to get to that point? And then what are the thoughts? And that's it. What are the thoughts I need to have that are going to be the thing that help change this mindset? Because if you can't have the right thoughts, you're not going to get to the right result. So we got to work backwards. Okay. This is where, like I was saying, the leaders I'm around are just different in this way. They, they think about the perception of a leader the longer you're a leader, the, the more you start looking at that list we talked about. Uh, you know, they're expected to know all the answers. They never doubt. Leaders are always confident. You start looking at that list and you start realizing it, it's, it's false. It's fake. It's facade. You're seeing it. And that's when you say, yeah, I got to work on me. I got to learn what it is to serve people. I got to have the right actions so that people want to follow. Not not because they have to, because I have position manager, but they do because they want to do great things and they see that you're a person they can follow to do great things. If you're struggling, if you're struggling with that cognitive dissonance between where you are and what you think leaders are, it's okay. You're normal, but start to change little things at a time, change your perception of what a leader should be, and then help yourself grow to what a right perception would be. But this, again, just thinking that leadership is natural, I don't think is right. And not everyone's going to be a leader. You know, that's part of it too. But I, I think we, we lose, kind of circling full way back to what I said in the beginning, I think we lose leadership potential because we perceive this canyon cognitive dissonance between what we think leaders are and where we are and then what we go do with that. And we don't tend to do anything with it at all. So if you're not growing and changing in the mindset stuff, then you, you're probably going to remain the same leader or not leader that you've always been. Yeah, we've, we've all seen this visual of this quote unquote leader and thought that's what successful leaders must look like and feel that we don't measure up rightfully so. Cause we can't measure up to an impossible standard. We all and I, I do mean all of us struggle with imposter syndrome at one point or another. You're not alone in this. This is something we all struggle with. We all work through this. Play to your strengths. Work on your characteristical mindsets one at a time. 
Yes, I said that for you, Thanks, Blake. Man, I appreciate that. <laughs> it's a word now. It is a word now. Yeah, but I I think the red line underneath it. <laughs> definitely hey, I'm just your idea that it's not just not even looking at that. But sit with the mindset for a long time, right? As we're talking about changing that mindset, sit with that mindset, take the time required to figure out the real thing, then start shifting that mindset. And it's one at a time. Don't try to work on all these all at once. It's not going to happen. Work C-T-F-A-R backwards, which is raft. It's easy to remember the word raft, which is results, actions, feeling, thoughts. Remember that leadership is a journey. It's not a destination and it will take time and that's okay. Enjoy that journey. Enjoy the process. Don't just set your eyes on a perceived destination that is made up and unreal and unrealistic. Thanks for joining us this week on the Ridgeline Leadership Podcast. See you guys next time. Also, we'd like to thank our very own Luke Van Tress, aka Mr. Boxes, for our kick-ass original theme song.